up, guys? How are you? Welcome into the Monday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. We're here every single morning on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM. You guys on YouTube who are watching this, if you're listening to it across wherever you get your podcasts, Still keep doing that, but we do. We are on video. If you want video, we have that every morning now on bettingpros.com, also on YouTube. But there's an offer right above me, the BetMGM offer, 20 bucks to win 100 bucks. Use that promo code JUICE100 when you sign up at betmgm.com or on the BetMGM app. And if you're in D.C., you get a up to $600 risk-free first bet in D.C. with a new account with BetMGM. Okay, so yesterday, two and three is not horrible, but it's losing. One and two on our half unit bets and one and one on the player props. So we're down a little over a half a unit for the day. Not good. Don't like it. But the Phoenix Suns came through for us and Chris Paul played incredibly well. There's going to be ad nauseum breakdown to for Nikola Jokic getting ejected. Was it a flagrant two? Letter of the law. Yeah. He swung with bad intentions. Yep. He wound up. Yep. Can you do that? Can you put yourself at risk? Can you put your team at risk for in a, in a game where your team is facing elimination? No. Just boneheaded all the way around. CP3 dominated that series. Chris Paul, look, we need to stop voting for the MVP in the regular season. We, we need to make it happen for the entire season, regular season and playoffs. It all has to factor in. Jokic was not the MVP. I think everybody knows that. That's why I've been calling, where's the heat? Where are the hit pieces? Chris Paul, and it's hard to make Chris Paul the MVP. I get it. But Chris Paul just showed you why he was the most valuable player on the court for either team in this series. 4-0, the sweep for the Phoenix Suns. And I am all in on Chris Paul to win an NBA championship. In fact, at some point over the next week before, the, before they play again, I'll probably bet on the Suns to win it all. I just want it. <laughs> Whether it's a good bet or not, I don't really care. But I just I really want it to happen. I, I'm in love with the Suns team. I'm in love with Chris Paul. The way they play, they're so fun. They're so tough defensively. And they've got some really strong and physically dominant post players. Uh, Aiton's been incredible. Uh, Crowder's been really good. Booker and Chris Paul are just so tough to handle, so tough to stop. Really fun team. Great coaching. Monty Williams, great coaching all the way around. Congrats to Phoenix. Awesome win. And for Denver, (laughs) the Denver sports media base, ouch, and sports fan base, they lost eight consecutive playoff games between the Avalanche and the Nuggets. (laughs) Yikes. Not great. Uh, Not great for the Nets, who continue to play poorly, and they just got Kyrie Irving hurt. Irving, Irving, bad, 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 really bad ankle turn. And he could be out for a while. And now James Harden, he may be out for game five. And we may see Kyrie Irving be out for game five. All of a sudden, that series is whoa. Milwaukee's got a path here. If they could win game five on the road and then go home for game six, they could knock out Brooklyn. Now, Brooklyn might get Harden back at some point, but it looks like Kyrie's going to miss significant time. That was not a little injury. That was pretty serious. So they're in trouble. We laid the one and a half. That didn't hit. And then we had the over five and a half goals between Tampa and the Islanders. As I told you last night, I sprinkled a little bit on the Islanders to win this series. And what I'm hoping, what could be kind of neat, I got plus 250 odds on it. I'm hoping that the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Lightning actually would lose game two because I still think they win the series. But 
you're going to get great value. You may even get really good value on Tampa now, and I may even come back and hedge off of it and guarantee myself a profit after the game one win for the New York Islanders. The odds are totally going to switch. I think it's like minus 109 or minus 110, something like that for Tampa to win the series. I, I, I got to see. It was two. It was like minus 240 before game one. So there may be a chance to kind of get some more value out of both sides of that and play both sides. If you want to jump in that way, you can do that. I'll have more on uh, the hockey betting you can do here in, in just one second. But uh, so we, that series is interesting. Both goalies played really, 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 really well. Excuse me. Two one win for the Islanders. Uh, and then after the game, my gosh, just a lot of negative things being said in the media about Tampa and their effort, their head, where their focus was, what their intensity level was. Not not what you want to hear after a game one loss of a semifinal. It should be called the Eastern Conference Finals, but it's not because there's no real it's because hockey is so crazy and weird. But here we are. All right. So for today, three bets, player props as well, because we have two NBA games. I'm going to tell you right here at the top. I don't know what to do with the Clippers and the Utah Jazz. I'm leaning towards taking the Clippers at four and a half to lay the four and a half. But without knowing about Donovan Mitchell and without knowing for sure what's going on with Mike Conley, like we got to wait till much closer to game time. I, I probably won't make it official. I'll have a personal play in this game though. And I, I we have to wait and see what happens with the injury news. If Mitchell's out, that number is going to spike and without Mitchell and without Conley, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a lot to ask of that Clipper team to hang around. So I, even with even with a guy like a hobbled Mitchell, I still feel like the right sides the Clippers, but they're so funky too. I, I I don't know what to do with that, so I can't I can't get involved with this game until we find out more about the injuries. I think the over probably is a good play, but I don't know yet. I I, I again the injury situation so murky with both Conley and with uh, and with Mitchell, I just can't get involved. So I'm going to pause that player props potentially in that game, but we're, we're going to pause that bet. First bet. I have one NBA, one NHL, and one uh, and one and uh, Major League Baseball bet to give you. Okay, yeah, you do have a baseball a baseball bet today, amazingly enough. So here is where I'm going. Why don't we start with the biggest of the bets? Because I am laying real juice, more juice than I normally ever lay here for the Vegas Golden Knights. Minus two fifty eight on the Vegas Golden Knights on the money line. You are going to see everyone take the plus 240 on the other side for the Montreal Canadiens in the in the gambling media. All right. Everyone's going to be on Montreal today. It's just too much juice to pay for Vegas. I understand. No one wants to lay this type of juice. Remember the books. I look at this a lot and I know hockey. There's some crazy variants. The puck bounces and there's all types of wacko things that happen. And home ice isn't that big. But let me lay out a couple things here. The Montreal Canadiens haven't left Canada in over a year. The Montreal Canadiens took on Winnipeg and Toronto in front of crickets. Legitimately like crickets, like the rats in the building. That's who was watching them play hockey. There was no atmosphere. There was no energy. This idea that Montreal is going to come in and they're going to use the crowd to their advantage when this is a bunch of kids who have never played in Vegas in a playoff series ever. They've never played in this building before, like they're going to see coming up tonight. I know Carey Price is unbelievable, and he's why this team is currently there. But this is the biggest favorite in the last 
31 years in a semifinal in the NHL, and it involves a team in Las Vegas. Think about this for a second. What is everyone going to do here in Vegas? They're going to pound the Knights, right? So the books have to juice it up. I laid minus 258 juice last night, okay? Minus 258. The only way you get any value out of this is I'm laying a full unit, which goes back into my whole idea of like full crowd, full unit, okay? So full crowd, Vegas, and I can't lay a half a unit on minus 258. There's nothing. There's no money to be made there at all. It's a joke. So I have to lay the full. If I'm I'm betting Vegas, I got to bet a full unit. So I'm betting a full unit. Marc-Andre Fleury has history with the Montreal Canadiens. This team, Max Pacioretty, has history with the Montreal Canadiens. The Montreal Canadiens are the New York Yankees of hockey. Everyone who's ever grown up wearing skates, a helmet, and a hockey stick knows about the Montreal Canadiens. There is no overlooking the Montreal Canadiens. There is no, oh, they're just a young team. We're going to destroy them attitude with Vegas. Absolutely not. Vegas understands what they're going to see, and they know how tough of a test they're going to be. But they played a team just like Montreal, but they played a better version of, of Montreal already. And that's Minnesota. And they beat them in seven. This series is not going to be quick. I think this is a six-game series, right? I do. I don't think Vegas just wipes the ice with Montreal. But I don't think Montreal wins a game here in, in Vegas. In particular, game one. I don't think they win game one here in Vegas. Maybe game two. But I don't see them taking game one. And I know why everyone's betting on Montreal, because I think it's wise if you want to sprinkle on the Canadians to win the series. It's not a bad bet. It's not a bad to throw 20, 30 bucks down on it. It's not a bad bet at all. You're getting ridiculous numbers, insane numbers. And if they were to win game one, if Montreal shocks the world and wins game one, and if the whole gambling media is right by taking the plus 240 and going against what I'm going to bet, and they take it, well, then that number is going to switch dramatically because Vegas will have lost home ice. The Bell Center is a real home ice advantage. Vegas hasn't left the country either, so they got to go to Canada. And they got to go up there and go, oh, geez, okay, go through all the protocols and all the different things, all their COVID-19 testing and all the stuff that there's a lot more to this series than just COVID-19 or just ice or just sticks or just pucks and scoring. There is a whole geopolitical economic impact like there's all these different things going to this series. And this is the one we all were watching all year long. What happens when the Canadian team has to leave Canada? What happens? Well, I'm going to tell you this. The Canadians are coming to Las Vegas. We're open. We are 100% open. We are opening up new, outdoor, incredible venues. We are opening up all of our restaurants, all of our bars, all of our pools, everything, 100% capacity, including T-Mobile Arena at 100% capacity. Here in America, we have done a great job. We are almost done with COVID. Okay, We're not totally done, but we're almost done with COVID. Montreal in the country of Canada? Nope. They are six months behind us. Six months. These kids are going to get put into a bubble and they're going to be staring out at beautiful women in beautiful weather. It's going to be 105 degrees today here in Vegas. The pools are going to be hopping. Can't go to the floor. Can't go to the restaurants. Can't go to the bars. You're a millionaire. You're a young kid on the road in Las Vegas. This is the reverse Vegas flu. Okay, this is this is the oh my gosh, I can't believe our country is nothing like this. We can't do any of this. You guys get to do all this stuff. 
They're here and they're staying here. This is not like an in and an out, right? You fly in, you practice. Tonight, what do you do? Tomorrow night, what do you do? Next night, what do you do? You're here for two games. This is the type of stuff that back when the Vegas Golden Knights started, it was called the Vegas flu. Now, it's because guys were out partying and going out all night. They can't do that anymore. They're going to have to sit there in the hotel rooms and be bored out of their minds while they listen to people party and have a grand old time all around them. Okay. (laughs) Game one, I'm comfortable. One unit, Vegas, home ice, home crowd, rocking environment. This is the Montreal Canadiens coming in. Everyone knows who they are. They may not know much about their players, but they know about Carey Price and they know how their style of play is very frustrating. That home ice, that home crowd gives a jump to Vegas. Everybody in Canada that I've been arguing with about this game, they keep on saying that home ice doesn't matter. Home ice doesn't matter. Okay, we'll see. I think it does. I think that environment matters a ton. When you play in front of 2,500 fans and you go to 17,000, it's like playing, you know, listening to a, a soloist doing a violin solo and then hearing a jet engine next to your ear. It's a big darn difference. I'm taking Vegas. I'll lay the juice. Vegas at home, one unit, full unit bet, Vegas money line to win game one against Montreal. Number two, let's talk about the NBA. The... I told you I can't touch the, 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 the late game with Clippers and the Utah Jazz. Personally, I may get involved, but not for the podcast. So let's talk about Philadelphia at Atlanta. Look, I am. Uh, I'm probably going to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. OK, I don't think the Hawks are going to win this series. I would be really, really surprised if they were to come back. The DeAndre Hunter injury has been just huge for this team. I didn't think it was going to be as big as it is, but it's a monster injury. They don't look like the same team. And they have no answer for Philadelphia right now. They have no answer for Embiid. They have no answer because Trey Young is going up against the biggest point guard in the game and Ben Simmons. And when him and Tobias Harris trap Trey Young, he he looks like a, a freshman in high school playing against the varsity. Like he just he doesn't know what to do. And Bogdanovich can't do everything to make up for what Trey Young does. I don't see how Atlanta gets rolling and I don't see how Atlanta scores enough to or even plays defense enough to stop Joel Embiid and company Embiid's knee injury is fine. He's looked great in this series. The number is only three. I'm laying the three here. I know there may be some money coming in on Atlanta. This is the season. The other reason why I'm betting this is because if Atlanta wins this game, they can win the series. So our plus 155 bet is alive if Atlanta wins this game. So the worst thing would be like Philadelphia wins by two or one. That's the worst case scenario, but I'm just going to assume that doesn't happen. Either Philadelphia wins and covers or Atlanta wins outright. And so I laid the three with the Philadelphia 76ers over the last five games. Atlanta is only is, is two and three, sorry, three and two to the number. They've not covered the last two games. Philly is seven and three over the last 10 covering, but they've covered the last two games winning by 16, both games covering by nine and a half and by 14. The first game they lost by four. It was somewhat of a shocker, but this is it. If Atlanta wins tonight, our bet is alive. This is kind of me hedging off of the half a unit. We bet at plus plus one fifty five on Atlanta to win the series. So, if Philadelphia wins tonight, it's 3-1. It's over. 
if Atlanta wins tonight, 2-2, they're still alive. Now, technically, they could still lose the series. I get it, but I don't think so. Like They have to win this to be alive, and I think they could win the series if they wind up winning game four. I'm going to lay the three points here. Philadelphia minus three against Atlanta. I just don't think Trey Young can do enough offensively against this defensive matchup, and I think Doc Rivers has done a really good job here with his adjustments and taking Trey Young out and making somebody else beat them. And there just isn't somebody else on that roster for the Atlanta Hawks that can beat the Philadelphia 76ers. In particular, if Ben Simmons is going to the basket hard, if Ben Simmons is playing defense and he, if he's you know trying to get others in, in, in action, his free throws are abysmal. doesn't really matter. You may have to do hack-a-Simmons, if you will, but I'll take the team that's playing better against the team that's really having a tough time. I know Atlanta's at home. I'm going to lay the three points here. Philadelphia minus three. Okay, and then one more game to get into, and it's the Red Sox against the Toronto Blue Jays. It's the fourth game of their four-game set. Red Sox won game one, six, five. They lost seven to two and 18 to four the last two days. Nathan Avaldi goes to the mound up against a rookie, rookie who has never pitched at Fenway Park before. These are one of the games where, look, I don't bet baseball all that often. It's my team, so I tend to look for spots for my team. Nathan Avaldi's been pretty good this year. His ERA is a little high at seven and three, but Nathan Avaldi has been a pretty good guy without he has not allowed that many home runs, which is big. And the Red Sox starting pitching has been hit like a pinata in this series, in particular over the last two games, it's been ridiculous to watch and see what has happened to the Red Sox starting pitching. I think Evaldi can write the ship here a little bit for the Red Sox go on the road. They play tomorrow against Atlanta on the road. So it starts a pretty far road trip. Boston will play Atlanta, Kansas city and Tampa uh, before they come back home to take on the Yankees on the 25th of, of May or of June rather. So this is a big game. You, you want to win the last game. You want to even up the series and I think the Red Sox bats are due to come to life against a guy, a kid who's never pitched at Fenway Park before. And this Red Sox lineup can make you pay if you aren't. He's pitched well. Kids pitched well, but mm, he's one and zero with a three point one four ERA. Six foot six, big kid. But I'm I'm going to expect the Red Sox to be able to knock him around a little bit here. And the Red Sox bullpen is pretty well rested. I'll lay the minus one eighteen here on the Red Sox to get a victory, to stop the two-game slide, and to kind of, and for Evaldi to pitch well enough to calm down everybody in Boston who's been freaking out, going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, here comes the starting pitching that we all were worried about. They keep on getting hit like crazy, and this lineup for the Blue Jays is so darn talented. Yep, and maybe they scored all their runs yesterday. I do like to come back. This is kind of just like a situational bet, but when a team scores 18 runs the day before, chances chances are they're going to lose the next day, or, or not score as many games the next day. So, Red Sox money line at minus 118 for a half a unit. Okay, so three bets. We've got two full units in play for three bets. Player props will be coming later on today. So we'll have a little bit more in action than a normal Monday because of that bet with the Vegas Golden Knights. But Vegas Golden Knights money line minus 258, right? Yeah, minus 258 for one unit. Phillies. Uh, sorry, Philadelphia Sixers minus three against Atlanta minus one ten for a half a unit, and Red Sox money line at minus one eighteen for a half a unit on the money line against the Toronto Blue Jays. Those are our three plays for a Monday's pushing the odds back with player props coming up. And remember, the Discord chat will happen today at seven p.m. seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific time for you guys to pick your bet coming up for Tuesday. You'll nominate and you'll vote. 
bonus. This is a bonus. I don't bet the Discord. I, I bet the Discord bet. It doesn't count for my record. I'm not going to bet this. However, I'm going to allow you guys to recommend soccer bets to your fellow listener, your fellow person. So if you're ramping to go and want to talk about soccer and make a case for soccer bets, here's your chance to do it. I will tweet it out. I will put it on the at everything. I'll alert the entire Discord channel that you guys have voted. I'll let you vote as well to pick a soccer bet. So there'll be one bet on the Discord for non-soccer and one bet on Discord for soccer. So if you've been jonesing for some soccer bets and a crowdsourced soccer bet, that's how we're going to come up with one coming up for the Euros or Copa America, whatever you guys come up with, whatever you guys want to do. I don't follow this stuff very well. I'm totally clueless. So you guys can recommend it. You vote, you pick, and you guys, I won't bet it either. I'll just put it up there. You can fade or follow it. But a crowdsourced soccer bet is coming tomorrow during the Discord stages live chat, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific time for us on the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat to get in or underneath me, the link here on YouTube to get in. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt every morning. The Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com brought to you by BetMGM. <laughs>